protect women. Let women live their life and men stay out of it. Hi. Hi. Can I do three shots of espresso over ice in a venti cup with two pumps white mocha and pumpkin cream cold foam? I, like, I thought you were coming over sooner than you were, so I, like, wolfed down Chipotle in, like, five <laughs> oh, minutes. Oh, my God, nice. And it was, like, gone. Just I, fucking gone. And now, like, I have this, like, this growth, mm -hmm. this feeling. I got mm -hmm. this feeling deep in my bones. Yeah. Your brutal was like, I'm still here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> and it's literally at the, at my esophageal opening, threatening to come up hot. It's spicy at any moment. <laughs> I don't know why this brought me to this, but have you seen this stupid TikTok of like classic drag race names in like a in like a room getting ready? It's like Alyssa Edwards, Shea Coulee, Crystal Met. It's like a bunch of them and someone's uh -huh. recording and being like a group of women, yeah. Right. And they're like they're only their faces in drag and they're like in a row. Yeah. So yeah, someone yeah. goes, Alyssa Edwards, if you were to lose one of your senses, which one would you lose? And then she's thinking, like she's being dramatic and like thinking. Everyone's like laughing. Mm -hmm. And then from the back, Crystal Method, go Crystal Method goes, "Well, she already lost her taste." And they're, <laughs> and they're all screaming. And Alyssa Edwards' face does not change. And she was like, "Bitch, you stole my moment." It's this fucking twenty-one-year-old hooker. Mm -hmm. It's one of those. Took it away from me. I watched it and I was like, "God, I kind of missed that." But sometimes I do miss enjoying Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Because it really is, it's an all-consuming habit. I've never been much of, like, a YouTube type. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, like, binge watch. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people get home from a long day at work and just, like, throw on a stream, which is just <laughs> yeah. never going to be who I am. Yeah. But it used to be that, like, I'd be like, I get home and my comfort fuel mm -hmm. was Claire from Bon Appetit. And then just, like, yeah. various iterations of, like, drag race content just like kind of my like I'm watching mm -hmm. like Trixie and Katya and like those other the the two girls that were like I'm dumb it was like I always want her name to be Komodo Dragon but it's not <laughs> it's Kamora 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 Black Black <laughs> Komodo Dragon Komodo and Dragon Geogun. and Geogun. those ones are like fashion photo review where like they're talking yeah. about it like it's not a TV show when like it was like you genuinely got really into whether or not they were right or wrong about a dress and it, like right that kind of thing it used to be there's mm -hmm. a lot a lot of hours of drag race bullshit out there Girl, we used to be a country we 
<laughs> a proper country. A proper country. And then Trixie Mattel had to go make that documentary about herself. Yeah, and like start producing makeup and like yeah. Now that a- the girls are basically just Jeffrey Star, it's like not fun for me anymore. Yeah, they all become like entrepreneurs and like exactly mil- like as a drag queen making millions maybe. It's just f- so funny to watch someone like Alaska, whose whole thing used to be like swastikas and like screaming the hard R N word on like gay cruises and shit, mm-hmm. is now like a makeup mogul and like <laughs> kind of the most like wokey one of them. Do you remember the really bad one where it was like, it was Alaska and it was like a stand up from so long ago? And she oh, was like, she was like saying that all the other queens told her to like write, write a joke for her. Yeah, it was like I asked Sharon Needles to write me a joke, and all she said was blank, 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 blank. blank. <laughs> and I was like, wow, blank, 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 AIDS. Blank, blank. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire audience is up in uh, in absolute disbelief. I watched rolling the, on the floor laughing. Laughing. I watched the clip like last week, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> If she can survive that. <laughs> exactly. Then she can really make it through anything, to be honest. Yeah. I miss when drag, when drag just used to be, like, stupid, ridiculous, like, people acting like fools. Yeah, exactly. And, like, buffoons. Yeah. Sounds and now like it's, that. um, now it's an art form. Actually, now it's a revolution yeah, of it's gender. Pro- it's progressive. It's a vehicle for change. I love when people talk about drag like it's gender. Like, when people are like, drag, being a drag queen is, like... It's doing so much for, like, contemporary ideas of gender. Like, no, it isn't. Like, like you being, like, Crystal Method or, like, you being... I don't know. Who's even more retarded than that? Fucking... Yeah. What was the Egyptian chick? <laughs> I don't think she's even Egyptian. <laughs> she's something else. The fucking... What's Serbian one? The one Jackie from... Jackie Cox? Jackie Cox. Jackie Cox. Not at all Egyptian. <laughs> Especially because Jackie Cox is so fucking annoying, and when the Sherry Pie right. show was happening, people were even telling Jackie Cox, like, can you shut, Jackie, the, fuck shut the fuck up? Like, can you shut up? Literally. Girl? And, like, Jackie Cox's ability to, like, wear, like, a Velma bob and, like, walk around, like, with, like, an, like, an American flag turban is not making it any easier for trans checks. It's like, not. <laughs> <laughs> like, if anything, you're making it way worse. Yeah. Way fucking worse. So fucking bad. I don't know. I'm just, it's, it harkens back to a better time. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Bon Appetit. What happened to Bon Appetit? People were That obsessed. was another racist thing. Do you know about that? Well, no. quote unquote racist, who knows? Basically, it's, um. so they, obviously, Claire was the biggest draw mm-hmm. of the channel, the Bon Appetit channel. Right. Because she was the only star. Like, I know that, mm-hmm. like, other people, like, had these sort of, like, cutesy little like yeah like their little obsessions with like brad or like mm-hmm. their obsession with like i don't know like some other chick who like comes on camera and is like i love hershey's <laughs> you know like whatever yeah so those yeah. people didn't yeah <laughs> you're in the i loved cinnabon mm. <laughs> oh claire i love that <laughs> <laughs> me behind the camera oh you barely pick up on it yeah um <clears throat> You got that just right, Claire. You know I love those twigs. Oh, <laughs> um, she's just like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah. Anyway, you like pelting her with the food. Remember when they used to do that? They would like throw all the food at her. They made it seem like the entire like studio space was just a big playground, which that was kind of like red flag number one. I'm yeah, like, no like, one's this gonna is have their fun job, there. a yeah. like this, like where they worked. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like whatever. Anyway, so. <laughs> So Claire was like obviously the the star, and her show was the only good show on the Bruno Petit channel. Yeah, she remade like like commercial. It was so cool. Like she is cool. Like I live for Claire. She's like, all right, I'm gonna make a fucking graham cracker today. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> it would be like so pissed. Mm-hmm. We'd be like so mad that she had to make a skittle. Like, it was like. <laughs> so- <laughs> she'd be so pissed that she had to make she'd laugh how the fuck am I supposed to do this god this is so she's like can we order some fucking mold like a mold that will look like this I don't want to make these am I remembering correctly or do they have to like do thorough thorough research and like do like the d- diameter velocity physics they would always bullshit. try and do that and ultimately it would just turn into her being like oh, I'm fuck whatever yeah, yeah right mm-hmm. or she would always like go to the computer and like look for like how it's made type mm-hmm. shit like ingredients yeah maybe, but it's yeah. like you know all these people who make like mars bars and fucking pop tarts are like notoriously very uh mm-hmm. opaque about the way that they make right because like you're not replicating this baby right exactly so that was the challenge of it yeah <sighs> oh my god throw up coming <sighs> what kind of what kind of meat did you get on steak and it's prominent in the throw up <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. never say that do you remember um, <laughs> when we lived at Vodka Couch? And Oh boy, no. And a certain someone ate throw up for, what, $20? We had a friend who... Okay, so A, we had one friend who threw up their Chipotle. Like the night before or The something. night before. And it was like, raining. Just because they had to throw up. And yeah. it was raining. It rained all night. Mm-hmm. We were like smoking around the throw up all night. Right, yeah. <laughs> then all the night. next morning, we were like going to go get breakfast or something. Mm-hmm. And our other friend looks at the throw up, the waterlogged Chipotle throw up, mm-hmm. and says... Someone give me two. I, I I will eat one. I'll eat a bean for twenty dollars. Like a pinto bean. Like a, like full a bean one. from the Chipotle throw up. Yeah. And everyone was like, literally, no one asked you to do that. No one is asking you <laughs> to do this. Yeah. It was like twenty dollars for a bean. So of course someone gives him twenty dollars to eat a bean, and he nearly threw up as well. I thought he did throw up. Again. He did. Yeah. He did. And was like that bean tasted like stomach acid and throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and pinto pinto yeah mm. waterlogged yeah vomit bean. so tasty anyway bon appetit the reason <laughs> <laughs> so the way it fell apart mm-hmm. is that a couple of the girls the lesser girls if i may mm-hmm. said basically that like the white people at bon appetit made more money by like a lot so like claire was making a lot more brad mm-hmm. was making a lot more the tall like kind of f- like freaky gay guy was but also what minorities were on bon appetit they, this is what i'm saying is that it was all like these like college educated lib like indian girls and like kind of shit like that where or, like these people who are just like vaguely like mestizo like you know just kind of not it wasn't exactly like they were like oh like we have like the line cooks at bon appetit who like can't read who are like not right. getting paid as much to be in bon appetit it was like no like I mean, the people who had successful television pro- YouTube programs were getting right. paid more. Yeah, makes sense. And it was like something about how like some of them didn't have as much experience as the others, and like some of them were getting TV shows or like a lot of paid camera time, or they were coming on camera in the middle of the shows and not getting paid for their appearances. So it was this whole thing. And interesting. Basically, all the white people at Bon Appetit. This was like peak. Like this was like summer 2020 kind of bullshit. Yeah. Were we already in COVID when people were, like, obsessed with Bon Appetit? Yes. Holy shit. My time... The timeline in my brain right now is, like, not working. So, when that all happened, like, obviously all the white people at Bon Appetit were like, I step back, step down, stand aside, whatever. And they all left Bon Appetit. Holy... Did Claire leave, too? Claire's not doing it anymore. She has her own show, which sucks. I tried watching her new show. It's bad. That is so unfortunate. It's horrible. And now they have no stars... 
It's like done. Like I haven't heard anyone talk no, about Bon no Appetit. No one and fucking like, watches Bon Appetit. It's a magazine, and that like, was like what everyone was obsessed with. Literally, and it was consistently good. Yeah. Why is it anyone else's job to talk about the pay wages at Bon Appetit? It's isn't it's that up simple? To the, it's simple jealousy. That's that, really all it is. Sometimes it, jealousy transcends race. Right. Like, hello, isn't it up to the POCs at Bon Appetit to be like, hey, I'm not getting paid enough. Like, take it up with the boss. Why was it the general public's? Right, thing exactly. Be like, because now don't step down. we all lost. We all you lost. certainly didn't get a pay raise. If you right. did, I'm sure it was paltry. And now it's not there because Bon Appetit's gone. Yeah, exactly. Because now Bon Appetit is not a multi-million dollar conglomerate of content and programming. You see how people ruin things for themselves? For just themselves. For absolute, the most selfish, miserable, pathetic, craven reasons. People will go to extreme lengths to ruin good. That's so upsetting because I was I know. like, whatever happened, knowing what happened made it worse. It's so much worse. Wow. Because, of course, the people who made the biggest upset about it are the least talented, least funny losers in the Bon Appetit kitchen. Yep. So these people come out of the fucking woodworks and are like, why does no one want me to want to pay me to be on TV? It's because like, you, you contribute nothing. Because no one wants to watch because you. Because you said that, like, oh, like, your mom loves Ferrero Rocher. Right. That's not a contribution. That's not you being an artist in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. People just have their favorites. Sorry. And you're not one of them and you're mad. Claire tore it every time. Yep. And yep. mind you, that bitch brought a sample of what she made to you individually every episode. Yeah. So I don't want to fucking hear it about how Claire's a racist when she brought you that Pop-Tart bitch. Claire leads, reads the least racist to me out of all of, of them. Of course. Maybe the bigger guy was a little racist. Brad? I can see him. Was he tall and had a beard? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. He seems kind of like but he just seems kind of too retarded. To yeah, yeah, right, exactly. I don't think race is really on his brain. He's like too busy thinking about like like how I'm going to burn the bread. Right, beer. Or barbecue. Yeah, right. I'm going to yeah. like stomp on some berries. Like right. he, he's just not, you know. The real racist one was probably that little fucking that little fucking <laughs> You're looking for a word. Oh, uh, yeah. Girl, the vocab failed me. That shitty little gay guy, like the short gay Mexican guy. Which, that alone. I probably don't even know who that is. But he was that, like, honey. <laughs> like, every episode. <laughs> honey, this spaghetti, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were on Bon Appetit, what would be, like, your specialty? What would be, like, your segment? Oh, my area yeah. of the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, all right, Nick, it's time to film your segment. What do you, oh, what do, you do? My what Bon Appetit you- program? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really... I'm really not a whiz in the kitchen. I gotta... <laughs> <laughs> well, couldn't it just be, like, didn't... I remember them like going places like we're gonna go to Kentucky today. Yeah, but like Brad used to go to be like I'm gonna go to Italy and like see how they pick grapes, right? Whatever, and then (laughs) (laughs) see how they pick grapes. (laughs) And then like other one, I don't know. Like they were all like most of them were just like I cooked a thing. Like people would be like because they were all writers for Bon Mm -hmm. Appetit, which is a magazine that publishes recipes. Yes. So the test kitchen was them all coming together to like figure out a good recipe for the book. Right. Like do dumb shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So most of their channels were just like, I made a cake. Like I'm really good at making, you know, key lime pie. And that would be, you know, the whole orientation. So because I don't have a strength in the kitchen, I don't think I should be given a show. Nor should I be paid as much as Claire. (laughs) (laughs) Then they would have to, then that's reasonable shutdown. Yeah, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. They bring me in just to stand next to Claire and yell slurs whenever she gets frustrated with like, <laughs> Yeah. Whenever she can't yeah. make a Milky Way properly, she just like hits me. Yeah, you're the keep Claire in check, girl. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fucking guy. <laughs> in the in the shot, you're always standing right at the edge with like a bottle of water. Uh-huh. Just waiting. Exactly. Yeah. Warming up the voice. Getting yeah. the vocal cords. Right, fresh. yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. 
Rest oh, in yeah. peace, Bon Appetit. Rest in peace, Bon Appetit, man. End of an era. Again, we used to be a country. God. <laughs> that makes me so upset that that's the reason why they're not there. That's oh, well. So annoying. Hope Claire's doing well. Yeah. Sounds like Shout out, not. Claire. Love you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of things we're talking about today. We're back, we by the way. Hi. Hi. We never said hi. Hi. Yeah. We were, we're actually on a roll in December. I know. We're, we're like, like actually recording, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so good. Yeah. Although every week, literally every week, I'm like, I'm going to get a guest for next week. I'm going to get a guest. I'm just, and here's what it takes. <laughs> just sending one DM. Mm-hmm. Just one. That's yes. literally all it takes to coordinate right. getting a guest on the show. It's no harder to record. Yeah. Rarely very much harder to edit. And yet... Before I know it, it's Wednesday or Thursday again. Listen, sometimes I send a DM or even a text, and I'm like, whew, and then I I get up and I stretch, and I'm like, that's a lot. Every text message I ever send is a hostage situation. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't respond in seven seconds, then I'll kill myself. Yeah. I'm the hostage. (laughs) I make myself the hostage. Yeah, I've taken myself hostage, and if you don't come on my fucking podcast, I'll kill myself. I'll kill myself. That's okay. That just means... You know that meme? You know that meme where like four girls are like dying in a car crash, but then there's like starships by Nicki Minaj playing really loud. Right. They're like, crank that up and she's yeah. not paying attention to the road. Turn it up. Yeah. And then they like flip and they're screaming and bleeding. Right. And there's but one it's girl like, Starships <laughs> were meant to fly. Yeah. There's that's one that. girl in the back that's like, put on your seatbelt. And everyone's like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I love Literally this. me driving drunk. <laughs> Hey, we should put on our seatbelts. Bitch, get Bitch, out of the... Bitch, fuck you. Bitch, what the fuck? Get out of this moving car. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not stopping. <laughs> Girl, it's a red light. I'm not. <laughs> That's a suggestion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the what? Yeah. Oh, it's a red light. <laughs> Actually, that's me totally sober. <laughs> oh, a red light, huh? I remember the worst thing is like when we used to drive around like at our old apartment uh-huh. and you would stop at a stop sign and just wait, wait for it to turn green. <laughs> You'd be like, are you, are you, waiting, are you waiting for an invitation? invitation? And I would be sitting at a stop sign just waiting for something. And then the perverse opposite. <laughs> Because I used to stop temporarily at a red light and then just go. Because <laughs> you would think it's a <laughs> Oh, God. Like, I still regularly make that mistake, and it's gotten me in near accidents many times. If I had a nickel, girl. Honey. Yeah. Besides that, you're a good driver. Not a great driver. I don't remember why I brought up the meme. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? <laughs> the four girls in the car, uh, and then they crash. Yeah, they crash and kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, speaking of women... Um, this is a women's rights centric episode. This is <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Uh, women's right to be pedophiles. Women's rights to watch BDSM porn at age eleven. Mm-hmm. Women's rights to pretend to be poor in a music video. It's mm-hmm. really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's we have a lot. It's a very fe- pro female episode this week. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Oh my god, what just happened? Shit happens. Jesus Christ. It's so scary. I always think it's like the podcasting gods. I know, me too. That are like, they're like interfere. They're like, all right, chill. Right. With fucking 11 year old like, jokes. If you talk about that, you'll regret it. <laughs> the, yeah. It'll be like, they're going to remember that for later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Tim Cook stepping in. <laughs> all right. Okay, yeah. we're making this with GarageBand, babe. Let's cut it. Work. <laughs> um. Okay, so. We're going to talk about Billie Eilish's anti-porn rant that mm-hmm. she went on on a radio show. 
Yes. We just listened to her, her diatribe. Mm-hmm. I feel very sympathetic to her plight, I gotta say. Yeah, absolutely. I love Billy still. Even I though do I too. fucking hate her new music, I still like her as a person. Yeah, I, I rock with Billy, mm-hmm. but more on that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna review the Rebecca Black Slater song and music video, Read My Mind. Absolutely. Which at this time has not yet been released, <gasps> but I've been in exclusive one on one communique with Rebecca Black's publicist. <laughs> Santa came early, baby. <laughs> and she sent me the music video a couple of days early. So, work. By the time you hear this episode, the, the, the video will be out. Yes, and the so, song. Yeah, you're welcome. We're doing mm-hmm. a little pre recon. Yeah. And now that I said that, she's never coming on the podcast. <laughs> Especially because I didn't like it. Um, anyway, moving on. Oh, no, then we're also going to talk about licorice, the drama around mm-hmm. licorice pizza, the new yes. Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. And a subsequent review that was never published, but then later went viral on Twitter because it's like a anti pedophile takedown. I'll Which describe always, it. It's great. Yeah, love yeah. it. Age love gap it. discourse, totally my favorite. Never Obsessed. gets old, never gets tired. There's always new things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Some things just won't change. Absolutely. And it's the age gap discourse. It's never going <laughs> to change. Everyone is always, always going to want to talk about fucking teens. Right. And I think there's a reason for that. Again, <laughs> more on that later. Yeah, coming up next. <laughs> coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna do, what do you want to start with? I think the B- order that you presented it in seems B- pretty. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about B A B E I E G. The double the L double is A A. Is, is, is yeah, it's the Y sound. So the like B A B B. What okay. is what is Billy in Spanish? I don't. I mean, names don't. Names do. Names always have direct Spanish translations. Majority of the time. Well, no, I lied. <laughs> Say. A couple of them do. Like Mercedes. Mercedes. <laughs> Esperanza. In what? English, Esperanza. Isn't um isn't Julio July? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Julio Direct. y Junio. Yeah. If, if someone's name is Summer, uh-huh. they would be Verano in Spanish. Yeah, my birthday is uh Siete de Noviembre. Siete de Noviembre. Yeah. I, no, I don't know why I ever... I always want to do the Spanish accent the th- 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 when yeah, I'm with doing the TH, Spanish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never learned that that way. <laughs> it's just an <laughs> affect I put on myself. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with that really niche TikTok that's like, I'm your Puerto Rican waitress. And she's like, Vima, mommy, what do you what do you want to drink? <laughs> we got rice, beans. beans. <laughs> she goes, what do you want to drink? We have everything. I promise you. What do you want? Just tell me. I got it for you. I got it. We got it. I'll be right back, Poppy. <laughs> New shorts are literally like non-existent. <laughs> it's like a thin piece of jean. The stature, the pose, the the way this person carries themselves. It's, it's a real life person too. That's yes. not a caricature. No, it's a Puerto Rican Latina. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's a direct rip from life mm-hmm. the pages of life are sometimes stranger than fiction if you know what i mean yep yep <laughs> <laughs> i hate those kind of tiktoks it's something that so uh, shouldn't be a reference but it is and many yeah. people get it i love what like there's an entire genre i can't get onto a topic <laughs> we can't the fi- <laughs> like the entire genre of tiktok that's like your assistant manager at chico's is like coming up to like <laughs> And then it's like a spot on fucking 
the one that really got me was like, you're in fifth grade and you're in church and you're going to see who would die if the chandelier fell. And I'm like, why is that a memory shared between millions yeah. of people? Or it's like you're driving in the car on a road trip on the way home and you're, and you're pretending to surf on the power line. <laughs> favorite from like yesterday was someone being like me on an airplane trying to impress people with my music taste and she's like <laughs> trying to <laughs> it's so stupid i'm like why i love when we do visual cues on a podcast <laughs> like waving a phone around I'm waving my phone around Ow, <laughs> um okay all right anyway let's, let's talk let's about talk about a topic yeah I guess I could do the thing again where I include the audio, but that was kind of a lot of work last time, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> we we'll can see. Just, yeah, Maybe. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll yeah. put the timestamp. If I get around to it, then I do. As a woman, I think porn is a disgrace. And I used to watch a lot of porn, to be honest. I started watching porn when I was like 11. I thought that's how you learned how to have sex. I was watching um, abusive porn, to be honest. You know, when I was like 14. And mm. I you know, thought I was one of the guys and would talk about it and think it was really cool for, for, for not having a problem with it and not seeing why it was bad. And I think it really destroyed my brain. And um, I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much porn. I think that I had like sleep paralysis and these like almost like night terror slash just nightmares because of it. I think that's how they started because I would just watch abusive BDSM. I couldn't watch anything else like unless it was violent. I like didn't think it was attractive and I had, was a virgin. I had never done anything and and so I, I let it it led to problems where you know the oh, first shit. the first few times I you know had sex I was not saying no to things that were not good and it's because i thought that that's what i was supposed to be attracted to and i just i am i'm so angry that porn is so loved the the way that like vaginas look in porn is fucking crazy no vaginas look like that women's bodies don't look like that we don't come like that we don't fucking enjoy things that are what it looks like people are enjoying and it's how so many people think that they're supposed to learn. It's how so many men think that they're supposed to be. And because in porn there's no consent, uh, like getting thrown around during sex, if you're not interested in being slapped and being choked, people are like, you're vanilla, you're soft, you're, that's not, you're boring in bed. And I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about women. Women are like, oh, I have to like being hurt to be thought of as good in bed. Just, just put the spark notes in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billie Eilish, singer. <laughs> Songwriter. Songwriter, performer. Yeah. Young woman in the arts. How old is she? No. 19. You're kidding. She's not 19. I could completely be wrong about that. She seems like she'd be 21 at this point. No. Billie Eilish age. This is important. I'm going to say 20. 19. She's 19. I was right. This is, yeah, that's why I asked it. It's, it's relevant. So, Billie Eilish is 19 years old. Wow. And her birthday's tomorrow? Two days. So, she's about to be 20? She's about to be 20 in, like, literally a day. Yeah. Okay, okay fine. Nice. So, she's 20. Great. Yeah. Love it. Work. But she is 19 currently. Wow. Makes no difference to me, to be honest. They, right. Both people of this age group should shut the fuck up. Right. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in what a 19-year-old or a 20-year-old has to say. Yeah. 
Okay. So right. Just leave it there. <laughs> Put a pin in that, because yeah. now we're about to talk at length about what a 19-year-old has to say. Yes. So, <laughs> Billie Eilish goes on a radio program. I believe it's the Howard Stern Show, if I'm not mistaken. Whatever, I don't remember. And she goes on kind of like a... a t- I don't remember. I don't know how it came up. But she kind of goes on this tirade about porn. She goes on this long thing about porn. And she says that um, porn is a disgrace and that she started watching porn when she was 11 and she watched it a lot. And she says, it really destroyed my brain. And pulling quotes here. These Mm -hmm. are direct. Yes. And she was only watching like abusive porn and she thought that it made it like made her one of the guys and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she says like, she's so angry that porn is so loved because it's so destructive to young people Mm -hmm. naturally because this is where we are (laughs) every single person once this clip comes out says that Billie Eilish is like a puritanical sex negative hate woman hater or like (laughs) something like that where she's like slut shaming or she's like you know all the standard like sex worker anyone with an OnlyFans comes out of the woodworks yeah exactly like saying that it's like it's anti-woman, essentially, to think that porn is fucked up. Yeah. Where do we stand on this show? Um, I think she is correct. I think I shared a similar experience where, like, I discovered porn maybe in, like, third or fourth grade. So, like, it maybe was even way er- too fucking early. Way too early. And the type, the second that you discover porn, and I think anyone can relate, you go down the rabbit hole of, like, sure. how far does this go, you know? Like, well, yeah, it's people yeah. showing titty. Sure. But, like, a little titty here and there, you know, that's nothing. Right. And then, like, the whole, like, the, the gag websites where, like, you would tell your friend to go on, like, meat span. Oh, or, yeah. Like, this lemon was party. literally, like, the premise of so many, like, bad, the, like, yeah. you're going to get in trouble, like, eight-year-old boy hangouts I ever had. Right. Like, especially when, like, computers, like, there was to be a family computer in and the house. one shot to fuck it up. It would be like, go to boobs.com. And then, mm. like, of course, your computer would brick. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> pop up, pop up, yeah, pop up. Right, you can't exactly. close it out. Cock spinning across your desktop. Yeah. It's, like, horrible. Yeah. But it was also, like, kind of part of the, like, this early internet thing. Almost, Almost like, like a writing passage. Like, yeah, it's like someone, like, putting something in there, jamming some pen in their dick hole, or, like, someone who's, like, putting, like, a basketball in their ass. You know, whatever. Did you see the one where the guy puts a mason jar in his ass and it and breaks? breaks? Imagine. Ugh. Like, oh that, that was, like, what oh the gag God. was back in the day, you know? Absolutely not. So I feel like I relate because I feel like I did have, oh, my God, I keep kicking. I know. I'm so scared. <laughs> um where a lot of that shit like is traumatizing in retrospect like yeah being like oh yeah i'm gonna watch a girl shit in a cup vomit on it and then make out with it it's disgusting like yeah it's disgusting and beyond disgusting here's the other thing that i think Mm -hmm. i think oftentimes um the way that maybe this is maybe i'm wrong about this i might be wrong okay in my experience the way that men come across porn tends to be very vanilla Pornhub, like MILF type shit. Or like, you know, like just very like white bread, like it was produced in a studio, like Mm -hmm. it's a fake apartment, like someone delivers a pizza and gets fucked or whatever. It's always like hot mom. Right. Hot mom, hot stepsister is like really big right now. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, you know, this whole thing is like... The scenario, the fantasy. Yeah, and I do Mm -hmm. find that most men do tend to go down that rabbit hole 
faster and tend to stick with that because I think once you hit a certain age, it's kind of like a funny joke among teenage boys to be like porn, (laughs) you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that most teen boys don't tend to go that much further past that. They find like one hot girl where it's Mm. like one hot girl and like maybe they watch an anal movie once. (laughs) (laughs) Anal the movie. The movie. (laughs) And then they're like done. Yeah. I think women and gay people, among Mm -hmm. others, the rest, often come across porn when they are not necessarily expecting to. Oftentimes, in my experience, as the age I am, through Mm -hmm. Tumblr. Which, God, if we're talking about rabbit holing through porn, you can dig through pages and pages and pages of Pornhub, and it's all essentially the same thing. Yeah. Someone's on a couch. Someone's on a couch. Mm -hmm. Someone's in the kitchen. Someone's at the (laughs) beach. You know, like, whatever. Very basic scenarios. Yeah. A couple clicks away on Tumblr will get you to be like, I killed a six-year-old girl, and I fucked her eye socket, and turned her into applesauce, and then I ate it. And, like, that kind of thing is very, very easy to come across Mm -hmm. on what, at the time, was a much more unregulated version of the endless stream of the internet, namely Tumblr, which famously was for porn. Because those dark corners of the internet were not that far. No, it didn't take very long to get into these things. Mm -mm. And Tumblr was also very much dedicated to, like, weird fetish shit, and, like... Mm-hmm. I'm like a, a dragon's lays an egg in me and it grows and I burst from the egg and like, you know, yeah, like, beautiful. Exactly. It's circle of life. <laughs> Work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this kind of shit is like just much more. It's, it's, it's was too easy to come across by accident. Right. And then I think when people, when young boys are like, porn, whatever, like mm-hmm. then girls, who have also seen porn because they're on the internet, but mm-hmm. in a totally different way than boys are, see this other kind of shit where it's like someone getting gang raped or like, you know, like whatever mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. And that, I think there's like a disconnect between like, what are the boys actually watching that they're being so flippant and funny about? Right. Exactly. Literally. I think what happened to me too specifically is that like, with those, like, little, like, boy gatherings or whatever. It's like, oh, like, let's, like, watch this because it's, like, funny that we're watching porn, whatever. But then at the same time, it's, like, as a gay man, I was, like, well, not back then. Sure. But at the same time, I was, like... But I wasn't, but I was. Right, exactly. Where I was, like, haha, like, I'm watching along, like, this is hot. But then in the back of my mind, I was, like, but I'm not feeling nothing. Right, like, what? <laughs> right. And that's what prompts, yeah. I think, the rabbit hole of, like, what? why is nothing clicking? And sure. so you keep making that search. You keep going through those pages being like, yes. whole, and you just go through this discovery moment of like, wow, all this shit exists here. Yeah. You know? And I do think that currently, I think in, for Billie Eilish's age, for example, mm-hmm. it's, I think things are a lot more pornified right now than they were in a couple years ago. And I think, <laughs> are you referring to like, oh, Among Us? But then, like, next thing you know, Among Us has right. Like when you Google Among Us, like the first six images are of Among Us, and then the seventh one is like Among Us with a pussy, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like referring to them as Among Us, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Is that what you were referring to? Pornify. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yes. And also, I do think that like the isolation of the last couple of years has probably exacerbated like the way that people are unable to get sexual 
age-appropriate sexual satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And then as you go further down the rabbit hole of insane shit that essentially is just like free and a click away at all times. Mm -hmm. And it's like horrible, like tentacle fucking, you know, like just, yeah, that kind of shit. I think has made people much more alienated from like human bodies. (laughs) Yes. And I think that also that is probably why, like even in like talking about normal, like vanilla sex or whatever, it's all about like being like a, a slut and like being like, it's cool to be a slut. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm, you know, I love being choked and slapped and whatever. Like, you know, mm-hmm. this kind of thing is like, this is 17-year-old girls on TikTok who say this kind of shit. Right, exactly. Or like, everyone's a sex worker. Like, you know, this kind of thing where it's like very casually, someone makes like one FaceTime cam video of them beating off and suddenly they're a sex worker. You know, they're a, pr- right. a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not, it's a lot of mixed messages and it's a lot of very confused messages, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But people also feel very protective of it. Right. Which I'll, I, that's the part I don't understand. I don't understand it either. Like, like, I don't know. If you think about when OnlyFans shut down, there was people fucking flipped. Like when they were like, we're not doing porn on here anymore. Flipped the fuck out. And now it's back. Right. And I think like the way that people are so angry and so defensive about it really should speak volumes to the fact that like, it's probably not. It shows healthy. Your, yeah, it shows your fucking true colors, girl. Like, I don't really want to hang out with someone that's going to, like, th- kill themselves right. because OnlyFans shut down. You it's know? the same th- response as, like, when someone's like, you're gay, and they're like, I'm not gay! You know, like, that kind of thing is, like, <laughs> yeah. it's a dead fucking tell. So, like, when Billie Eilish yeah. very peacefully is like, yeah, I watched porn way too early in life, and it fucked me up, and, like, now I don't feel well-adjusted sexually. And everyone's like, fuck you! It's so you know, like, bizarre. It's crazy! Because she doesn't say anything that really is, like sex worker negative it's, it's just not even like, combative really she's, it, like, she's just like it fucked me up yeah and she's being very specific like the bdsm stuff the like the yes. torture stuff like the, st- the stuff that i thought was like acceptable to do like just fuck yes. her up she's not making any generalization about fucking you having an only fans so the her people con- yeah her concern is about mm-hmm. this being the way that people learn about sex and how to have it right and how it's like incorrect or people are just like learning it completely wrong yeah right and that like really is ultimately like what it boils down to is that like people go into sexual encounters for the first time expecting one thing Mm -hmm. and then it winds up being a completely different thing. And I do think that like that dissonance makes people a hate actual sex because when you've maxed out your brain on like insane, like cartoon gape porn, you know, like that kind of shit is like, it will nothing will satisfy you. Yeah, of course. Like literally nothing will satisfy you in real life. And this is why I love the movie Don John. (laughs) Never heard of it. I am obsessed with this movie. Everyone hates it. Dear I think John it's a fucking Ch- masterpiece. Dear John with Tan Channing Tatum. Yes. Nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but you know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. I think the trap of it is that anything that really goes beyond, because like, I'm, I'm, I'm suspicious to the idea that like porn in general is what's it like ruins people and like makes them never enjoy sex ever. Mm-hmm. Like that seems kind of beyond the pale. To me. <laughs> yeah. I think what you, I think what you said is like correct. It's like you watch porn and then the first time you have sex, you have an immediate realization like, like oh this oh, is not, not what it is. Right. And that's what it should be and that's what people should leave yeah. it at as opposed to like oh it's like chasing that thrill of like yeah I'm going right. to go home and just like 
go through anything I want. People were like, this, that's why there should be more realistic porn. I was like, no, there no. shouldn't. Like, they're just like, it's not like you're trying to solve a problem with like, I just, I, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just not, it's not. And I do think that when Billie Eilish talks about like the normalization of porn, she's not talking about what people a little bit older than her are talking about. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is get me giving people of like the geriatric Gen Zs like me, <laughs> like a little bit too much credit. <laughs> and maybe I don't, I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like everything is she, and again, she's 19 turning 20 in fucking two days. And like right. everything she's saying just sounds mature. It sounds correct yeah. to me. Like I agree with her. It's better to be wary of it. I think. And mm-hmm. I think we've already very quickly seen the ramifications and the backfire from like the years of sex positivity, sex positivity, right. like where now people grow up and they were like, yeah, everyone kept telling me to be sex positive when I was 16. And now I'm right. like a absolutely like destroyed whole. And like, I just, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I have no dignity left. Like I just, I feel miserable and used and like everyone keeps goading you on to like be a sex slut positive, basically right. because like being a slut's empowering. And it's like so like soul sucking. And again, it's I just don't realize how people don't learn it sooner sooner rather than yeah. later. It's like everyone has their time to go through it, fine. Yeah. But then you realize it's just it's just not the way. Yeah. You know, if you sh- if you're shooting up H every day, as I am, as I am, <laughs> then you wonder why you're like not happy, right? Ever or comfortable or proud ever, right? And it's you're like, like hmm. I wonder what that could be from. Yeah. That's why people feel so defensive of porn is because it's like the final vanguard of them feeling like any sort of sexual gratification. Right. Because they're incapable of getting to it from normal ways because they've fried their receptors. Yeah, because they're so mentally stupid. Right. Yeah, stunted. I really think that like it is a drug in a way. Like you have to think about it in the way like it is a drug. That's what I'm thinking. Like people go like they chase for that thing and porn what it does is it. It allows people to go deeper and deeper yes. and deeper, which I think is the scary yes. part of it, where it's not, I don't think it's a shame that people are like into vanilla, stupid fantasy porn, fine, whatever. Whatever. But like, it's, that's like not even the same thing. Like you're not right. talking about the same thing. Right. You're talking about like doing a little bump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bump on a Saturday night in the bar. Nothing wrong with that. Fine. That's totally legal. And right. the CDC suggests it actually. Right. What uh, What's different is like CDC suggests. <laughs> I'm gonna actually. like heat up a spoon and like conk out for the night. Yeah. You know, like that kind of thing is. It's like, two different ball games. We're not talking about the same thing, right? Also, what like why would you do a drug that requires you to use a metal spoon, a lighter, and like liquid and a syringe and a be- like? What? It's a, why? God, it's an awful lot of work, and it's certainly not cute. Right. It's not the only cute. the only reason I do any drug is because it is cute. Right, and it, because it makes me a party girl. Exactly because mm-hmm. I'm the girl. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I can't control the touch tunes if I'm on heroin. Right. I'll even, like, I don't like a bong because the bong does not make me feel like the girls. No, the bong would make you go down. Yeah. The bong is like, oh my God. The I am not the girls at all. And not I'm, only yeah. am I not the girls, I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> not only. Yeah. Not only am I not the girls, I'm huge. I'm a yeah. huge Dorito guy. To this day, like, I love weed, but I will always fear a bong because of my experiences that I've had with it. Yes. And I will never in my life look at a bong right. and not think, <gasps> But like a girl blunt? Exactly. Past the girl blunt. Exactly. Literally immediately. Mm-hmm. Or like a cig. 
Oh, the girl immediately you become the girls. I don't smoke cigs as often anymore, but I will always be down for a menthol. Menthol cigs, I will for sure d- carry to my grave that those are the yeah. best. I yeah. really live for any cig. I'm not picky. Mm-hmm. I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> like I know. Yeah. <laughs> it does immediately make you the girls. Mm. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to report, Coke does make you the girls. Yeah. Which is fine. It's good. Adderall makes you the girls. Mm-hmm. Molly makes you the girls. Molly absolutely makes you the girls. Everything else does not make you the girls. Yeah. In my experience. Shrooms is like on its own little island. Shrooms makes you like nothing. It doesn't make you the girl, but it doesn't make you It bad. makes you an immaterial girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so good. In a way, you're the girls, but like you're kind of like floating above the girls. <laughs> what we're going to do for our um, bonus episode is we're going to do the, the ABCD, whatever. Oh, and drugs. it's going to be designer drugs, except it's going to be like the girls, not, not the, the girls. girls. Immaterial. And we're just going to go <laughs> yeah, rank drugs. That's so good. Okay. I'm writing. That's a great idea. Love that. Ne- coming up yeah. next. Right. Um, so BDSM porn, not the girls at all. Not the girls. Not the girls. And it should never be really for no porn is the girls. Like, just think, listen to the word. Like, yeah. the word porn. A professional. Like, a professional guy, a professional woman that's been in the industry for many years yeah. filming a porn video because it's their, it's their salary. Mm-hmm. Fine. That w- I would consider that for the girls because it's inevitable. No one's going to That get is ri- for the girls. Yeah, being a porn star, 100% for the girls. Being a porn star and being like, I'm a professional. I'm going to go to the porn Grammys yes. and wear a gown. The porn awards. Like, that's fine. In my That's opinion. the girls. Yes. Yeah. Being a porn star, definitely the girls. Right. Getting home from the office and watching porn on your phone, not the girls. Not the girls. Not the girls. This was not the question posed by Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got somewhere. We got somewhere because I think there's a limit to what is acceptable when it comes to porn and what is absolutely not acceptable. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's just ultimately, like, not. It's not a big deal like no one's gonna stop watching porn but like yeah it's like, just i really wish that people would like watch their fucking stupid ass reactions to this kind of shit because it makes you look insane yeah and you're also like a 19 she's a 19 year old girl and let's god knows that older people are commenting on this and like what is and wrong with she's you? also Billie eilish who like people are constantly like look at those jugs you know right whatever before she was 18 yeah even. exactly like, just, so, yeah she has whatever. every right Exactly. Yeah. I, I like Billy. And I'm care. glad she did it on a platform that's not like she didn't go on like TV and say this. She's like right. being open on a radio show. Yeah. Like fuck off everyone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Sex positivity is out in 2020. It's out. It's out. Be celibate. Be celibate until yeah. absolutely necessary. Yes. And then tear. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your advice. Exactly. That's, that's my number. That is my 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 gift to you. My little yeah. fortune cookie. Our your daily thought topics horoscope. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's good we covered that <laughs> what if we had our own horoscope app that would be fucking really major that would be so funny where every day is just a random quote yeah it's like a big you know like those stacks that you can get it like a like a at the train like a souvenir gift where you it's like one for every day it's like 365 <laughs> yeah. days you have to go in 365 <laughs> catchphrases yeah taurus moon kick fuck me put your fucking, fucking foot in, in my, my goddamn, goddamn pussy, pussy. You know? <laughs> you know? That's what really gets her. She, yeah. RuPaul goes, you know? She goes, I always forget about that part. And it adds so much. Yeah. You know? Can't fuck me. Put, Put your, your fucking foot in my goddamn pussy. You know? You know? <laughs> if RuPaul said that to me, I'd have to, I'd have to leave. I would win Drag Race. You're <laughs> <laughs> so off topic. <laughs> he says that to me at the Tic Tac brunch. Put <laughs> your fucking foot in my goddamn, goddamn pussy. pussy. I'm like, you know what? I will. I will, RuPaul. Anyway, 
<laughs> okay, well, we're going to talk about Re- Rebecca Black and Slady. Yes. It's a new song that comes out today. I'm surprised that you didn't like it. <sighs> I didn't not. Okay, it's, so it's so whenever you say anyway. you did not like it, I'm assuming you didn't like it. Okay. 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 <laughs> right, let's start so from- It's called Read My Mind. It's a new song by mm-hmm. Rebecca Black. Yes. <sighs> Featuring Slater. Mm-hmm. And I have I have my anticipation. I had some anticipation for this song, mm-hmm. but I also had my reservations. Absolutely. And A, it's because I find Rebecca Black to be an extremely poisonous, parasitic kind of person mm-hmm. who would essentially do and say anything if it meant getting like a niche gay fan base. Yes, absolutely. Like she would work with anyone. She would sing any song. She would put on any stupid outfit. She would do and say whatever it took. If it meant that like 2000 gay guys would listen to her music on Spotify. She is such an odd specimen because she wants to have that gay fan base so bad that like her friend circle and everyone she's involved with yes. in the industry that are like around her age. Like that's what she's always, she's, she's gunning for that. And she like, just why? comes across as extremely thirsty to me. And I don't feel particularly convinced that her heart is in the right place when she makes like a hyper pop remix of Friday right. or like, like just this shit that's just very calculated and tactical. And it doesn't make me feel the joy I feel when I think of Slater who Mm -hmm. very visibly did not think that this was going to happen to her, that she was going to be Slater. Mm -hmm. And she started by being like, I'm going to post some thoughty pics on my MacBook and Mm -hmm. that was going to be it and make a couple songs. And now that she is her, I just buy her thing so much more mm-hmm. because I just feel the conviction behind her desire to like do the Mick Bling, like Paris and Nicole, like Aisha erotica type thing. Yes, absolutely. And with like Rebecca black, it's something that's not sticking with me. It's something that isn't yeah. selling to me. Like the motivation at the heart of Rebecca black is not a commitment to artistry. Right. Or, or artifice. Like, she's just like she's having, not real. Yeah. She's not fake. She's just like a girl who wants it. Too bad. Yeah, and a part of me thinks that even she doesn't know why it doesn't stick sometimes, and that's the most painful part about Rebecca Black is that like she keeps right. doing the same pony trick, right? And is probably wondering why isn't this going? Why it doesn't work for Normani? So why would it work for you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now why do you have to throw her in? <laughs> now why am I in it? <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, so this music video. Yeah. It's a music okay. video and a song called Read My Mind. Yeah. Let's talk about the beat first. I I liked it a, I liked it a lot until I felt like the beat kept switching every like couple seconds almost. Or the sound kept like switching yeah. to me. It is a, to me it's like a song. It's mm-hmm. just very it's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. It's not catchy it's not really uncatchy either right it's just kind of, like the performances aren't that great like neither of them really like tear the vocals like mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a phoned in pop song it's fine yeah. there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it it's just kind of like whatever yes and I, like the hook is kind of boring yeah the hook's not that great i think that if it wasn't rebecca black if it was maybe either slater song or someone else featuring slater it would have been a lot better yeah and the reason why I do think because Slater's part is by far the best of the song. Yes, absolutely. Like, she dog walks Rebecca, I hate to say. Mm-hmm. And then in the music video, they're, like, 
do these two girls who are like gas station clerks with like snooky like, like ghetto convenience poofs. store yeah, yeah. right exactly mm-hmm. like white trash like gas station clerks right like i'm gonna spit in a sandwich and give it to this redneck biker guy exactly and then like the yeah. biker guy comes in and they think he's hot and he's like flirting with them and they're like ah, and then they like grow mm-hmm. huge tits right they like enter this like motorbike fantasy world where they have like actually enormous tits yeah is it supposed to be like a story where it's like we're poor girls and our dream is to be like hot bimbos yeah and like we're gonna do it in like the stupidest way possible like this is why it is weird because the video concept itself i don't hate i thought it was I don't funny either yeah i liked it and like mm-hmm. i do think it's like a little bit passe because slater kind of already did that like Slater did the triple G titties without actually having to put on triple G titties and move them around. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we got the message. Mm-hmm. Like, Slater's normal tits, which yeah. are fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, we get, like, that point comes across. Like, to me, in my eyes, she already had the right. comically large tits. Mm-hmm. The theoretical titties. But, re- yeah, right. The mm-hmm. tits in theory, if yes. you will. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca felt that she she's incapable of conveying that message unless she was like look at my huge tits right like someone was gonna miss the mark exactly like someone was not gonna get it Mm -hmm. so it's not there's nothing wrong with the video Mm -hmm. but then when the song is kind of like a normal like relationship song like it's kind of like a unrequited love kind of song like it's not about being a whore right being really anything it's It's called read my mind yeah and the chorus is like I wish you could read my mind. Yeah. Clashing. It's clashing just, thoughts. Yeah. And like separately, like independent of one another, I don't think the song is technically bad. Like it probably would be like a decent piece of filler on Rebecca Black's inevitable album. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I do think that like the video concept in of itself, I thought Slater really sold it. Yes. I didn't think Rebecca did horribly. Like I thought she like was cute, whatever. This gave me a lot of confidence in Slater's career because yes. I think that Slater arrived to set, knew exactly what to do, knew exactly what the situation was. Her facial like, expressions were on. Slater walked in and was like, all right, I got to carry this shit. Like, yeah. that's that's what it gave. And she I was like, I'm whipping my hair around in the chips aisle. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like twirling my hair and chewing gum. Like, right. Like, I'm going to sell this Avril Lavigne totally. fantasy. It was like, very like bring girl. it on. Like, right. Yeah. And then the, even Slater with those huge tits. Again, it's, it's funny because you kind of already understand the thesis of Slater. Yeah. And like for her almost, I thought it was funny because it was all, her having already done it. It made this kind of like an ironic, like wink, wink, like it was like get, a ha like I've already done this, like I'm the titty girl, you know, mm-hmm. like, that like double of, on double camp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas Rebecca was just like, please look at me, like anything, like <laughs> yeah. you know, and like for Slater, it was like already layers because she's already done so much of this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Again, Rebecca Black just seems like she's floundering a little bit, and like I, I was really excited going into this, but like having those reservations, it was like. I know this is not going to be as good as it should be because of Rebecca yeah. Black, because of her. There's just nothing, there's nothing wrong with it, but like, it's not catchy enough to like go viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Music videos don't really go viral in the same way that they once did. Like, it's mm-hmm. just kind of going to ultimately be like a thing where for one day on Twitter, people are going to be like, oh my God, boobies, you know, like whatever. Yeah. And then it'll be over. Rebecca Black has a lot of money. She's always had a lot of money. That's mm-hmm. why Friday even came out originally. Exactly. And it seems like Rebecca Black is like, this is my song. This is my music video. And I'm going to do it how I want. And I don't want anyone's yeah. input. And that's how it reads. It reads messy a little bit. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing right with it either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it just seems like, okay. Yeah. All right. But good for Slater for, I think, taking on a 
in a way, it was kind of her being like, yeah, I'll do your music video. But I'm going to tear and but I'm I going to tear. like, sh- I'm not going to hold up. back. Right. Exactly. And that's what made me really excited. And that's what I think yeah. why I like Slater's a star. Mm-hmm. That's why like, I'm going to go a little bit more positive than neutral with the song. Just because yeah. I do find myself maybe listening to it a couple more times. I could listen to it. Yeah, I could. Because I didn't hate the music video. I didn't hate the song. No. It just didn't go together. I didn't hate any of it. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like it went one ear out the other kind of. Right. Rebecca Black has dug herself such a deep hole that even if the song was amazing good, I would still probably have these feelings. She Rebecca Black would have to really tear mm-hmm. for me to ever be like, do you guys know who did the song? <laughs> like, it, you know, like, guess who this yeah, is? Yeah, like for me to put this on at a party and be like, you guys will never guess who made this song. Right. That would that is what it would need to take for mm-hmm. me to listen to a Rebecca Black song and be like, I will give her the benefit of the doubt. And she has so much ammo to like really shove it in people's face that like I'm not that girl anymore. Or, like I'm gonna take my music career seriously, but she, I feel like she isn't taking it seriously. She has like she's a she has a fine voice. She's a passable voice. Yeah, like it's good. Don't like auto tune it like fucking. Dorian Electra or whatever like don't yeah. like don't it's go a, into it's those not things. even working for Dorian Electra like right. it's just not like I don't know whatever anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah. fine <laughs> we get it anyway yeah. Slater work as work. a way yes Rebecca absolutely. Black I don't know I don't know girl I'm not sold not I've, yet she's had a couple chances for me I bid you good luck truly I do yeah but um but this is not the breakout song for her this is not the time unfortunately it no. was a it was a it was a mismatch yep. for me. I gotta say, yeah. Sorry, Rebecca Black, but you were up for elimination. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, was Rebecca Black ever on Drag Race? Like as a judge? No, she's not famous enough. She's friends with so many queers. I know. Like, like inevitably, mm, like yeah. they will run out of people, <laughs> and then go to the D-list. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll start plucking out Rebecca Black. Mm-hmm. I hope Slater never goes on Drag Race. That would be it. Mm, no, it would probably be good for her. I think her. it'd be okay. I would live if she was on. Like, I wouldn't be. I take it back. Only if Slater shows an outfit as a judge on Drag Race, that'll determine it. Exactly. Like, Slater can't just look good on Drag Race. Like, no. she has to fucking go there. Yeah. And then I'll be she would. And then that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Work. work. Right. I live. We're anyway. summoning then to existence. <sighs> Next year. Yeah. <laughs> it's her year and mine. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> What's is next year the year of the what for Chinese New Year? That's a great question. Let's find let's out. Let's look. Let's look. Because this has a, a lot to do with. Do I need to do anything with this table to um, help you? No, I think it's okay. Okay, I that's fine. fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay, twenty twenty two, Chinese zodiac year. I'm gonna take a wild guess and say it's the year of the hippo. There is no hippo in the Chinese <laughs> <laughs> zodiac. Fuck. I thought it was just a random animal. No, girl. There's like a certain... No, bitch. There's like 12 animals total. And it just cycles between... Yes, it starts over. Girl, hold up. Let me get... Let me tell you about this. I know there's dragon. I know there's ox. Uh-huh. I know there's pig. Uh-huh. I know that there is fucking... Is there cat and dog? Okay, we have... There's mouse. Pig. Rat. Yes, rat. O- ox. Yes. This is currently the year of the ox. Oh, it's an it's an ox here. And, yeah, and I think I'm, I was, and I'm an ox girl. Uh, yeah, I think we were. Yeah, we were born in the year. Ali Ali oxen for a work <laughs> tiger. Yes, which is this year, 2022 year of the tiger, and I think that's a good sign. Tigers Wait, are very lucky. We're in the year of the ox. Next year's year of the tiger. Is year of tiger. 2022 oh, okay. year of the tiger. Nice. That feels good. I I know, right? Work. 
I feel like I'm going to be like really rich. Yes. For some reason, Tiger's <laughs> giving me monetary increase. Or something good's going to happen to me. That's just how I feel. Right, anyway. Yeah. Another stimmy. Another stimmy. Yeah. Bring it on. Shut us down, girl. Shut us down. <laughs> yeah. The Omnicorn. The Omnicorn yeah, variant. Yeah, the, the unicorn variant. <laughs> Unicorn <laughs> After there's rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, and rooster, aka cock. <laughs> it's you're the cock. You're the cock, honey. Yeah. Lana, it's your year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's that. Next year's year of the tiger. I feel like that's that's pretty good. What's associated good. with the tiger? Ferociousness. Nice. Sneaking around in the brush. Yeah, get her. Yeah. <laughs> Getting her. <laughs> Me the every, time, <laughs> every time I watch Planet Earth, get her, get her. <laughs> Me talking to an antelope. You mean uh, yeah, a wild animal eating another one? Yeah, she's getting you, girl. <laughs> Me witnessing anything in the food chain. <laughs> yeah, literally any act of nature. <laughs> she ate. <laughs> Anytime there's like coverage on the news of a hurricane, I'm like, get her, get her, <laughs> get her. <laughs> Was Hurricane Sandy the bad one? They were all pretty bad. I don't think there's ever been a good hurricane. <laughs> Says you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I've never been. I don't. I can't say. <laughs> I've, never, I've been in one hurricane. Did you know that? Where? My aunt was having her wedding in Cozumel, and a hurricane hit, and we had to evacuate off the island. I had to go on a ferry, and we had to go to Cancun, Mexico, and finish the wedding there. Pause. I don't know where Cozumel is. <laughs> is that? Cozumel is an island, I believe, or like another part of Mexico, and we had to go to Cancun. But basically, it's Pondy Beach, you're saying? Right, where it was like, yeah, the Cozumel Island. So we went to Cozumel. Okay. okay. It's an island. Okay. Hurricane hit. Where? And we had to, our hotel, the water was coming from the ceiling because we all the hotel oh residents were in the hotel lobby waiting for the okay to evacuate. Jesus water Christ. was coming down the stairs into the hotel lobby, and then they were finally like, all right, get on the buses. And you know, a CTA bus. Uh-huh. Water was like maybe one third to halfway up the bus while we were going through the water. We were like, "How is this still working?" And then we finally got to the ferry boats. It was scary. That is scary. Again, mm-hmm. no such thing as a good hurricane. You're right. I mean, it was fun. Me and my cousins were living. We were yeah. actually having. A lot I of do fun. love to live in the weather. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when it's like a really bad storm, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm like work." Get her. Get her. Get her. My basement flooding. Ugh. Oh my god. Get her. <laughs> Me talking to my dad's like freaking out. <laughs> He's getting the sump pump, and you're like, Get her. Get her. <laughs> Get my dad. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, we're making perfect time, to be honest. This last bit will be just, just good enough. Yeah. Okay. Work. Um, okay. Licorice Pizza. Yes. A title of a movie which humiliates me to say, to be honest. Does it not make sense after you watch the movie? No, I think mm. I might be completely wrong about this. So okay. don't correct me. Okay. If anyone out there knows why it's called this. I Licorice pizza. Is that supposed to be? I think it may be a euphemism for a vinyl record. Mm. I don't know where I read this, but that is where I... I believe I encountered something where that's what someone said it was. A, I would believe that 100%, and that makes sense to me. So I'm going to go with that. Right, because licorice is not red. That's Twizzlers. Right. <laughs> go Twizzler Pizza, girl. <laughs> Twizzler Pizza. And by 824. Mm-hmm. 23? 824. You always wanted to be 23. It's truly not. Because 23 is my birthday. It's my lucky number. Yeah, but you are 24. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> 
Girl, you're the ox girl. Honey, you're the ox. <laughs> you're the fucking ox, honey. Anyway, look Pull that cart. Yep. <laughs> Anyway. Pull that car. <laughs> she pulling that car. Yeah, me smoking. Yeah. Gross, you're the ox. I gotta pull the I car. gotta rip the car. <laughs> I had to pull the car. It is the year of the ox, after all. Smoking from my weed, man. Girl, I gotta pull the I car. I gotta pull the car. <laughs> oh, so boy. Stupid. Oh, okay. Licorice Pizza is a film. <laughs> yes. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, famous mm-hmm. for films such as Boogie Nights, among others. I've never seen another never PTA movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think which is maybe why I didn't live. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, the plot of the movie, there's a very young man who's in high school. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's 15 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's a child actor who eventually stops getting jobs because he no longer looks like a child. Mm -hmm. And he meets this girl who is taking student photos at his high school, like on his high school's campus. Like she's there with like the picture people Mm -hmm. to like Like take yearbook pics. Yeah. Yeah. Jostens. And he like thinks she's gorgeous and like asks her out and like does this whole thing. He's like a very like swaggerific kind of 15 year old. Like he seems wise beyond his years, if you will. Yeah. Okay. So they, like, are talking, and she's like, I'm not going to go on a date with you. You're a loser. You're, like, whatever. And he's like... And how old is the girl supposed to be? Like, or what's it, what is it implied? So this is the thing, is okay. that in this first scene of the movie, she says, I'm 25. I'm not going on a date with you. Oh, my God. The movie goes on. Mm-hmm. They do wind up, basically, entangled in one another's lives. I don't want to make any spoilers. The movie's mm-hmm. not out yet. Yes. But, I um, forgot it's not out yet either. Yeah. Unreleased. We got all the info. I know, girl. I already was. I, bitch, I saw, you know. Work. I got the first reading, you know. <laughs> um, and anyway, they wind up sort of entangled in a will they, won't they kind mm-hmm. of thing for the entirety of the movie. Right. Okay. That's really all you need to know. Yeah, work. Okay. It's cute. Yeah. It was a cute movie. Anyway. Yes. So from there... It's been pretty much like universally positive reviews. It's like one of the like most highly revered movies of the year already. Like mm-hmm. critics love it. People love it whenever they go see it. Whatever. Yeah. Naturally, people who are like TikTok libs like found the, the movie and immediately took extreme objection to the plot in which the woman is twenty five and he is fifteen and they like are embroiled in a romance i love when people read a book or watch a movie or watch a tv show and they just do it for plot and not for anything else like not for mm-hmm. actually anything else we're mm-hmm. like that's your only takeaway from a movie like this or is like that opinion giving it like a political reading like where people can't just watch the fucking movie like that tells me you actually have no idea what art is actually like you actually just proved to me if that's your opinion and your takeaway from something like a movie like that then that shows to me that you lack the you have no comprehension abilities for art. Like you yeah. just don't know how to fucking watch a movie. Right. You don't know how to watch a movie. You don't know how to listen to music. You don't know how to look at fashion. You don't know how to read a book. You yep. are retarded. Yes. And should not be allowed to comment on whether or not something is good because you wouldn't know good if it hit you in the face. Exactly. That's what I get every time I see stuff like this. Right. Mm-hmm. So this person says, they wrote a review of Licorice Pizza, mm-hmm. 
to what is the context of this review like it was gonna be posted but they're like they're like quote unquote a writer who knows i mean i can't they have a hundred followers and i mean if you write one piece you get more than that amount of followers so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um wrote a review of licorice pizza and said my editor didn't want to run this so i'm posting it here Hmm. I wonder why your editor yeah, didn't want to run like, it. Good editor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why your professional didn't want to yeah. take your silly little diary entry. Yeah. yeah. I also love when people say my editor as though like you have like anyone who yeah. has, I'm sorry, if you have 150 followers, you don't have a personal editor. You don't have an editor, baby. No. You like submitted something to a blog or and they like said a magazine no. and they said no. And you look silly. <laughs> They're not your editor yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not oh, anyway so whatever people lying or it's nothing new but right uh i'm gonna read a couple of key quotes yes from this review that this person decided to repost because they were so indignant that the magazine wouldn't run it mm-hmm. in a society that is increasingly becoming more perverse and more knowledgeable about its perversions it strikes one as to why acclaimed director and academy award winner paul thomas anderson would choose to make a film not only centered around a pedophilic relationship between a 25-year-old and a 15-year-old, but throw rose-colored glasses on it and call it a love story. Readers, it's not a love story. It's a minimum two-year jail sentence and a one-way trip to the sex offender registry. Someone is so angry. (laughs) Later they say, let's go over the plot. This is a review of a film for a film journal. Let's go over the plot. Shall we, class? Like, <laughs> just, oh my God. You want to be a film critic? My you want to be a film critic? Holy shit, that sucks. Unfucking believable. Holy shit. They talk about Ghislaine Maxwell's trial. Why? <laughs> Who fucking knows? It's like, un- this is not a romance. This is a crime. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then. <laughs> I love when I don't understand what fiction is. This is my favorite part. Let me see if I can find this. It's so sick. Uh, I'm never going to be able to dig this up. But essentially, they they also say in the review that they personally were like sexually assault. They're like, this I myself my am a sexual assault survivor. Oh, yeah. I should not need to describe how I, a non-binary trans lesbian and a former victim of child sexual assault, feel about this false equivalence. Being attracted to children is not a sexuality. (laughs) That bitch would have, like, wrote that if she saw Star Wars. You would have taken any fucking opportunity to tell the entire world you got raped. Or, like, that I am... Oh, my God. There's literally... I just don't... I can't imagine anything more humiliating than exposing your most private secret traumas in a movie review hello hello literally like and not <laughs> Me even writing a review for shrek right. 2 <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that's in the only shrek time. 2 i'm like i was raped <laughs> oh this my movie God. is a fun film for the whole family right except except for me except for <laughs> i got fucking raped like, what yeah. is wrong with this person and like, right it's just yeah. Anyway, so uh, the part of this that makes me most upset mm-hmm. is something that we we talk about kind of regularly mm-hmm. on the show, which is like the fact that the people who are most excited to write about art and write up not even just art, like art is kind of like a, I don't know, maybe the wrong word in this scenario, but like pop culture. Mm-hmm. The thing that 
essentially more than anything, its entire role is to be fun. Right. The people who want to write about this kind of thing the most are the least fun, psychotic little, like, manic, depressive hall monitors Mm -hmm. on the entire planet. These, like, ambulance-chasing, like, complete, like, identity-obsessed, like, politically-obsessed people who, like, don't understand what reality is like. Right. And here's what I'll say. To the credit of this argument, it is insane to have portrayed a 15-year-old and a 25-year-old falling in love. And <laughs> are the actor and the actress that are the 15 and 25, like, did they look around the same age in yes. the movie? Okay, then they look around the, the same age. And the whole point, okay, so like in the movie, I'm trying not to spoil it, but I have to do a little. Yeah. The, the point that they're ultimately kind of trying to draw is that like being 15 doesn't feel that different from being 25 and like feeling adrift and feeling F, like you have no like anchor and, and like, whatever. Yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. the, the disillusionment of your early twenties and right. There's an actual message. Yeah. The loss the of innocence of the 15 mm-hmm. and finding each other and f- realizing that your pieces fit together. Right. Also the re the, the movie itself is kind of like a, fantasy retelling of Paul Thomas Anderson's childhood crush, like what he would have done then that mm-hmm. he wished he was, he would have done. So yeah. he's like recreating his childhood, like in the year that it was happening mm-hmm. and this girl, he had a huge crush on and like who he was and blah, blah, blah. It's supposed to be like a fantasy cinematic retelling of like, like when, like in like the Sandlot, when like he like kisses the lifeguard, it's that, right. it's yeah. that, but for mm-hmm. a whole movie. Yes. And it's taken a little further. And this, yeah, because this takes, this takes place in the 80s, 70s? I think so. Girl, I'm not great with decades. <laughs> my my timeline for the past two years is gone. Imagine how I think what yeah. 60s, 70s, 80s they are. They were playing like pinball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, it's ultimately like these kinds of people who are looking to fault things before they're looking to enjoy things Mm -hmm. or just to evaluate art on its surface and on its own merits and through like a personal lens like like through your experiences which is now how you're supposed to consume any kind of version of art i you know i really i get irritated and rubbed the wrong way when like in a review of something people are like telling their personal connection to it because it's not relevant it's It's not fucking relevant the director of licorice pizza it was not making this movie with exactly. your personal experiences in mind. Right. Like, so why would I, you, right. Why would you review it through that lens at all? And it's know? because of the fact that the last decade of not only just like personal essay writing, like Lena Dunham type shit that was really popular in like 2012, 2014 mm-hmm. beyond that, we had all these years of like Beyonce lemonade type vibes where it was like the people who were assigned to review things such as this were like, mm-hmm this speaks to my generational trauma and this speaks for oh exactly (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. speaks to all black people's experience this is blah 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 you know Mm -hmm. and i think because of like the personalized way in which people were attaching themselves to art like in 2016 until now basically Mm -hmm. because politics felt so like useless and pointless like people were just like 
this Beyonce album is the only thing keeping me tethered to my sanity. Right. And it's the only thing making me feel like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me with the pink print. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> me with one of the boys. Yeah. <laughs> me, me disillusioned, just putting on a grand piano. Exactly. And everything making sense. Like all clicking together. Yeah. This is my fairy tale retelling of 2014 <laughs> when pink print dropped. <laughs> what i would have done differently (laughs) um it's just i think it now has behooved people to inject themselves and talk about themselves over and over and over regardless of the context and it's why like critical reviews of movies and music and everything sucks so bad yeah Mm -hmm. it's because they're incapable of like protecting themselves a by having like the right opinion about something Mm -hmm. like on a political social level or whatever yeah but then also being actually incapable of seeing something and not expecting to have their own morals and values projected back at them Mm -hmm. and it's like the reason why like netflix shit like representational netflix shit has ruined people's brains so bad Mm -hmm. is because it's like everyone expects to see like a very tiny specific version of themselves. Like I'm a, I'm a paraplegic Indian girl who grew up in Wisconsin and got abducted. Like, you know, like these, the very specific things where like, there's a TV show to show everybody. Mm -hmm. And ultimately like liberal party lines are being reflected back at people in every single piece of like bullshit media. Mm hmm bad movies like marvel bullshit bad netflix series about like very specific people's experiences Mm -hmm. when you see something that just like isn't doing you Mm -hmm. that isn't like putting you on the screen people don't know what to do anymore yeah which is psycho crazy to me it's insane like the Mm -hmm. last thing i want to see is my own life oh my god i don't want to see a gay fat mexican go through high school (laughs) like i'm sorry exactly Mm mm-hmm I don't want to see a young woman having fun. Right. <laughs> you in high school? Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. four years. Yeah, Carrie Bradshaw over here. Never stopped, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's just, I think people don't know how to, rea- how to react to a piece of art that isn't just reinforcing what they already think. Or yeah. just isn't, or isn't even trying to tell them anything. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a coded... Like, this is stupid because this is another movie people haven't seen. But when I saw Dasha's movie, yeah. that movie to me is not really trying to, like, prop... A, like, it's not trying to, like, pill anyone into thinking something mm-hmm. or, like, getting people woke or, like, getting people anything. Like, it's literally about how, like, futile and retarded that mission is. Mm-hmm. And, like, the idea of, like, just having a movie that's not essentially just propaganda... Mm-hmm. I think really like makes people like on their guard and it makes people think something's wrong and they need to like report it. Do you remember when people were so up in arms about American Sniper? Yes. This is what I've been thinking about recently where everyone around me was like, cause American Sniper came out when we were in high school, I think. Yeah, we were pretty young. And everyone around us. And I think I had this opinion too, that it was like bad. It was war propaganda. It was pro war. It yeah, was yeah, about yeah. X, Y, and Z. But then when I saw the movie in high school, I was like, that was a really good movie. Yeah. And I don't know if it was supposed to be like actual propaganda or if that's what people were just saying just for the fucks of it. You know what I mean? I just think that anything that produces sympathy for war 
or like soldiers or something or like yeah but did you watch it war crime yeah i have seen it yeah mm-hmm. he, it's the one where he is like trying to decide if he should shoot the kid even though the kid's like a kamikaze baby or whatever and right he's, like, yeah it's like that bullshit yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it was a fine movie. I mean, whatever. It was. Cause, yeah, because I didn't. I'm not interested in horror. Right. Yeah. I, I. I don't know why I watched it, but at the end of the movie, I didn't sympathize with him. I was like, that's just an. It was just an action movie, you know. Right. It was literally an action movie. Yeah, and he also ended up getting killed at the end. Yeah, and like, right. I don't remember. I think he just winds up being washed up. I don't know that he winds up being dead. I think it's he starts working with um, PTSD individuals oh. and tries to like regain their abilities to shoot a gun, and then one of them shoots him work beat but uh, fierce <laughs> get her get her yeah so someone ends up killing her at the end which is like isn't that what people wanted right exactly yeah it's a subverge i think i'm just more i think since then i think my point is since then i've been more cautious of those opinions of like oh it's x y and z and it's like no i would rather just watch it myself I'm and like, form my really own opinions that, like this movie is like trying to convince you to be a pedophile i'm sorry and if it's convincing you you have shit to work on and if you think it's convincing anyone else I don't think it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just... And I just... To me, like, when you watch the movie, like, it's just not... It's not like, it's like not someone what getting, like, yeah. child abducted. Like, there's not, like, cradle robbing going on. It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Cradle robbing. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Taking a baby from the cradle and fucking it. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a euphemism for someone who's like with someone who's much younger than them or like they're like dating someone who's like uh, so young cradle robbing interesting yeah um but yeah this is the only thing is that like i think i'm happy that more i feel that recently mm-hmm. more movies are being made and becoming popular that to me are not on a mission to just essentially regurgitate what's already being like constantly piped in from basic ass like Hulu miniseries and whatever. Mm, right. Like, I do think that like some challenging media is starting to come back, which makes me excited for Good. the future. That's what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like we really are like overdue for like a really big swing backward in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Like if this last 10 years was like, hand wringing like wokey bullshit like mm-hmm. i really do think things are gonna get really racist like i think <laughs> i think shit is yeah. gonna get like really fucked up and like mm-hmm. just absolutely swinging the other way like total edgelord bullshit and i'm yeah. ready mm-hmm. i just saw a um christian walker video where he's fighting protesters and he's such a funny video and he keeps calling them hippos and he goes you're a little big she's a little big sorry and I don't know why I keep cracking up at that he moment. He's so fucking funny to me. He's so funny to me and he's so ridiculous. Yeah. I love when he's in the Starbucks drive-thru and he goes, protect women. <laughs> hey, can I have an ice water? <laughs> like, who does it better than that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he like makes his whole order. Fancy cop. <laughs> like that whole thing. And then he's like, that was a conservative. Did you hear how quick she did? It came right up on the screen. <laughs> They're working hard at this location. I know there's a bunch of conservatives in there. Exactly. Oh, yeah. fuck. I love Christian Walker. Christian Walker, if you're listening, I love you. Come on our show. Come please. on our show. Imagine. I've t- emailed you so many times. <laughs> yeah. I've pinged you. I've, I've pinged you. Girl, check the, check the, um, check mm-hmm. the kick. Yeah. If you just so happen to be listening to this, check your messages, girl. Yeah. I already know you're a podcaster. Just come into our lounge. Do you have a podcast? Yeah. It's called Uncancelable. Oh, you're right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> It's really bad. It's yeah. It just it's it's more listenable than like 
the Christian Walker print, like the mm-hmm. thing that works, <laughs> is like twenty five seconds of like screaming in the car. I can take the shtick in like small increments, and yes. that's what works for me. I can't follow him on Instagram. I can't do any of that because I just see a video come up, and I'm like, I like him. Exactly. And then I creep scrolling. Yeah. If I if I saw it more often than I currently do, I don't I get annoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who I really want on the show is Landon Romano. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> do people still talk about him, or was he yeah, just like he's the still OG? making videos? Wow, turn that shit off. Yeah, like what? Who? <laughs> like I'm gonna I stuff can't. my ass with toilet paper and wear mismatched clothing and act like the most ghetto hood bitch I can. Unbelievable. And black people loved him. Loved it. Do you ever look at the replies in like some of his it's videos? All it's all black like, girls black who are women. like dying. But this is what I'm saying is that <laughs> every time I does not have an opinion on things sometimes if it's not concerning me. I know. Maybe it's just not my business. <laughs> like, you know what I, I mean? I, yeah. I'm just like, maybe I'm just fighting a fight that I shouldn't fight anymore. I'm like, listen, good. Great. If that's cool. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I'm not like mad that you think it's funny. It's just like, in a way, it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Romano. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah. All this drama about code switching. Everyone's always talking about code switching. Yeah. Did, wasn't there a tweet when recently I, that yeah. was like, um, I like we are tired of code switching in the workplace. <laughs> yeah, they like, were like, can we please go back to not working from home? And then someone was like, black people are tired of code switching. We'll never go back to work. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, literally, what do you even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> All the black people I work with don't code switch. Right. Like... Me too. Me either. I mean, like, literally, what? like, I I mean, the second I'm comfortable, I'm pretty faggy. Right, yeah. But, like... <laughs> faggy enough, anyway, to know. Yeah, and no, also, I, like, yeah. if I'm, like, bonding with, like, like one of the girls at my work, mm-hmm. and I do a little gay twang that sometimes has a little bit in common with a black scent, yeah, I've always, it bonds me to the girls. Right. I've always been... I've always worked with minorities, and I've also worked with, like, a ton of black people, too. And, like, yeah. it's, it's it gets to a certain point where they're, like... Hey, what's up? And I'm like, hey, hey, like you, you're, yeah. your coworkers. It's actually much weirder to be like, hello, hello, how are you? Yes, I would love to take that file from you. Right. Like, it's like <laughs> right, exactly. Like, like, why are you being like an NPC? Like, just be fucking normal. Oh, that's what I miss. I miss being in the workplace and being like, hey, girl, and they're like, hey, hey, Ziva. and it's fine, and it's normal because you're. War- if you spend forty hours a week with people, why the fuck would you even bother yeah. code switching in the workplace? I like, love when, yeah, literally, like I love when I can be with a coworker and they're like, "I'm gonna kill myself." I'm like, "Girl, me too." Me too, girl. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite, and it happens all the time, is when a new co- coworker drops the retarded word. Oh, the retarded. What word. a fucking moment. Word. Yeah, yeah, code switching my ass. Yeah, that's on a corporate level They're too. Like, God, this shit is retarded. I'm like, oh my god, thank, thank you for saying. Wait off, yeah. Everyone <laughs> in the Zoom calls like, <sighs> someone said yeah. it finally. I love to say I love not being the first because a mm-hmm. lot of times it's it's so natural in my vocab that sometimes yeah. I'll drop it by accident. Three drinks in, you are always the first. I'm always the first one, and it's always around someone new. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I I don't mean to, but I'm like it's like every time I'm with someone new drinking, mm-hmm. it's always like we're playing Mario Party, which is the number one place I say it. Yeah, rage. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm retarded. Yeah. Like every four seconds, I'm saying that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Mario Party, Mar- Smash, Mario Kart. I can't control what I say. Or I love to like take a shot, put it down, swallow, cringe, and go retarded. <laughs> <laughs> every time I take a shot, literally every, every time. shot. <laughs> Oh, retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it bonds me to the right people. Mm-hmm. It does. And it's mm-hmm. one of those words that, again, I don't know. Is it that bad? 
People are always sitting on it. I don't think it's really that bad, to be honest with you. I don't think it's that bad. There are much worse words. Way worse words. Mm-hmm. And are you going to defend... No. No, like, retarded? Like, if someone came up to you and was like, hey, that's not a good word, it's like... Like, I won't say it. Like, I'm not going to keep being, like, retarded, retarded, like, right, all like, night. I, yeah. Like, if someone was like, hey, like, don't. Like, right. I don't think it's funny. I'd be like, okay, whatever. Okay, like, fine. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, torture people with the word. But, like, <laughs> I'm not going to exclude it from my vocabulary. Right. Like, once you're gone. <laughs> the you second you turn your back. Right. Exactly. Retarded. <laughs> Did you guys think that girl was retarded? Something we would do. <laughs> Which is really bad. That's, That's something so we bad. <laughs> and the second they turn around, we go, retarded. <laughs> <laughs> this is a note out there for all people who want to be my friend. <laughs> I'm going to whisper the R word behind your back the second you're away. If you want to be my friend. If you want you to be with my, my friend. You got to get with my retards. You got to get with my tards. <laughs> um... <laughs> Every that's literally like every time someone ever DMs me being like, when I'm in Chicago, like I want to come get drinks with you guys. I'm like, a, I don't go out. B, <laughs> yeah, a, we have to go to one location only. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we can go under my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> we can go under the stairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can go yeah, sit on the staircase the if you want. That's all we're doing. <laughs> like, you think I have money? Like I'm going to the club? Like, right, honey, yeah. What do you think this podcast gift is? Mm-hmm, exactly. Um. All right. Well, we did pretty good time there. Nice. Good episode. Good episode. Yet again. Um, it's the 16th. I wonder if we'll podcast next week because it is Krimith. Yeah. As the girls say. I guess we could do early. Maybe we could do like a one on the 21st or something. Mm-hmm. And then I know at some point we're going to do a year and wrap up with two special girls, but they haven't yes. told me when. Work. I'm not much of a planner, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even be bothered to send a DM, so yeah, we do what we can. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us in the Thought Topics Lounge yet again. Signing off. Bye, girls. Bye, girls. Gracias. Bye. Bye.